In the Newsroom is a production in partnership with Studio Stillwater. Every week, journalists from the Stillwater News Press invite listeners to join us in the newsroom and hear the story behind the stories. Hello and welcome to In the Newsroom. I'm Bo Simmons, editor of the Stillwater News Press. With me today, city editor Michelle Charles. Good afternoon. Reporter Ashlyn Huffman. Hello. Switching it up, Michelle. (laughs) Producer, technologist, and running joke about titles, Chris Peters. Howdy, folks. All right. (laughs) I I noticed you kept it going. We did. In in my absence absence last week, he just kept that going. Wait, did you enter in that clip that I told you? Does he even go here? (laughs) No. No. Uh, no. Uh, No, Michelle actually did try last week to be like, before we recorded was like okay so what's your title gonna be it's like well title like producer for the podcast or for and i was like i don't know and then and then i was like that's kind of the running joke michelle <laughs> but i guess if we're talking about the joke then maybe it's run its course and i don't know we just come up with something you don't have a title yet so maybe not it, it hasn't reached mainstream yet so oh, okay we can that go, is true you know, it's still underground so you cool kids listening yeah. right now <clears throat> you're on the inside you were here first. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. A lot to, a lot going on this week. I think uh, our publisher, Rob, we were, you know, he was talking about, you know, putting photos and current events in the paper and things like that. And I think we had uh, talked about, well, you know, there just hadn't been a whole lot of that last year and a half, you know, mm-hmm. not a whole lot of people gathering together to do these things. They're doing it now. We're making up for lost time. Oh, my Lanta. Yes, we are. Groundbreakings. Got a statue unveiling. uh, Barry Sanders, Heisman winner. Did you not? Did you not uh, secure that interview? Ashlyn's looking at me. You're not not Barry Sanders. No. Did you email it to us? Because I didn't get an email. (laughs) Barry, Barry Heisman trophy winner, Barry Sanders wanted to talk to you personally i'm confused because i because he saw your instagram is that the, is that the mitten dude <laughs> he plays in the nba <laughs> it's not the mitt nope. who's who's the mitten dude you know the, the i know i don't <laughs> the meme, the meme is this some kind of tiktok bernie? No, the, <laughs> she's talking about bernie sanders yes. oh, <laughs> the senator from vermont who ran for Wait, president you, you know say? what you know that you know that's funny that you mix them up because during during the election campaign period, Garth Brooks, you know who Garth Brooks is, I take it. Yes. Yeah. He had he had worn a he had worn a Sanders jersey twenty on it, and everyone thought he was endorsing Bernie Sanders twenty twenty. Oh, jeez. <laughs> even though he was he was playing in uh, Garth Brooks was playing in Detroit. He was wearing a Detroit Lions Barry Sanders jersey, who was number twenty for Detroit. He was, he was twenty one here, and he was number twenty when he went to Detroit. Oh, wow. Barry! <laughs> Barry Sanders. Barry yes. Sanders. So okay. I, people, I couldn't couldn't believe it. They were so done. Do they were done with Garth Brooks. How do you dare feel, you? feel seen right now? We're, Other people have made the same jump. Yeah. I have no idea you. who Barry is. Yeah, he is a. He owns the car lot out on the west side of town. <laughs> I have no idea. I think he just licensed his name. Oh, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I'm about to knows. Google him. 
But he's, oh he's, he's about to have his name in the stadium <laughs> and yeah, a nine the, foot going tall into the statue. ring of honor. Yeah, all, all that. And I believe Hallie uh, is going to actually have that interview yeah, for us. Yeah, they'll be there. That'll be. That's a big part of our uh, game day preview package that sports is working on. Um, we're going to run a feature in our lifestyles about the Enid sculptor who did both the T-Boone Pickens and, and Barry Sanders statues. And yeah, in the big unveiling Saturday. Very cool. Barry Very Sanders cool. has still has the single greatest season ever for running back. As far as yards and touchdowns, it's just insane. And he will be the fourth statue on campus mm. or fifth i mean i mean you're just talking about the people who have sort of been immortalized in bronze or something like yes that. yes i think he's only like number five yeah, there's not, not a lot of them yeah. yeah well he he's an iconic figure at osu right so um ashland will be familiar with him after this there you go very familiar with him yeah i know who bernie sanders is well, i just want you to know <laughs> yeah but that's who I was thinking of. I got she's, she's showing us pictures of Ber- the Bernie Sanders meme on her phone. What did you type in to Google? Did you Google like Mittens Man? No. That, um, and, uh, do you know where that, where that photo's from? No. <laughs> no, I do not. It's from Biden's inauguration. Okay, well, it's a yeah. hilarious meme. It's one of my favorites. Which also was attended by Garth Brooks. Like I felt that on a spiritual <laughs> no. level, guys. He looks yeah. cozy. That is a connection there. <laughs> we have gone full circle. Professionals, um, folks. Right. Yeah, that's what we do. We just bring it all back around. So yeah, so um, with that included, uh, you're gonna get get a lot of like chamber of commerce type groundbreakings as well. And uh, Michelle and Ashlyn went ribbon to two cuttings. kind of not one was like a groundbreaking. One was like what a ribbon cutting. What'd you what'd you do? Where did you go today? It was a dedication. Okay. Ooh, she got it. Nailed it. Oh, I was rehearsing it. I checked the email right before just to make <laughs> okay. sure. What, what it was actually called. Yeah. Um, yes. It is a dedication ceremony for Stillwater Airport's rescue and firefighting apparatus. And what? how do they abbreviate that? And how do they pronounce that abbreviation? Q Michelle, because I forgot. I believe it's called an ARF. Yes. ARF. Like it sounds like a, like a dog barking. Bring out the ARF. There's been a terrible accident. <laughs> yes. Yes. We've got a plane coming in. The Bring the out the ARF. <laughs> the landing right. gear's out. They're going to have to slide across the runway on their belly. Get the ARF ready. Yeah. You know what? And that thing can, not only does it carry 1,500 gallons of water, but it can also do foam and it can do this other, like some kind of what purple powder they said. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. It's not special K. I think that's a drug. Okay. It's called so, something else. But uh, yeah, so multiple kinds of fire uh, retardants. Fire retardants. Was this part of fire a, putter outers? Yes. Was this part of a grant or something that they were able to purchase this or did they just some other kind of. Uh, they were able to leverage some federal funding. And the city also in, invested some funding and OSU, of course, because, you know, OSU has that whole flight center out there. City of Stillwater, this is like a big partnership because these things are not cheap. I mean, they cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're talking probably like a quarter million dollar piece of equipment. And what was the response before? Just fire trucks? Well, no, yeah. they, they, they have had a, one. Yeah. Oh, um, they last about 20 years. So they were just getting a newer okay. one. 
Paul Pregel, and he actually said that the seals in the other truck were coming loose, and so, you know. Wasn't holding water. Yeah, and it was getting a little leaky, but they last about 20 years, and it was outdated anyways. How often did they get to use I don't think they've actually used it yet. truck. Well, no, the old one for 20 years. Yeah, no, um, I don't think they've actually had to use it, use it, um. Well, I bet they've responded with it. They've There've responded been, with it, but I don't think yeah. they've had like whether any major had, whether things. Whether full blown, you know, disaster, I don't know, but yeah, um, I'm sure they've responded. Well, it was kind of cool because Paul times. mentioned that um, when a plane catches fire on the outside, you have about 90 seconds until it catches fire inside. So those, uh, <clears throat> the ARF is very beneficial in case something happens. Um, and then they have trained medics. The firefighters are trained medics, and then they're close enough to um, LifeNet. He said so, but yeah, they have everything prepared just in case something was to happen. I mean, honestly, when you think about the materials planes are made out of, uh, you know, it's very, and it's kind of like a like an RV with wings or something. There's a lot of flammable stuff in there. Yeah. I only know this because at one point I was going to be an aircraft mechanic when I grew up and went to school, but the wheels are made of magnesium and magnesium uh, is very hard to put out. I think that might be what that purple stuff and some of that for is, is for like, I mean like lithium ion batteries and stuff like that, that your regular old uh, fire retardant is not going to put out. Can't just put water on them and have it go out. Yeah. Like electrical fire stuff. But yeah, those magnesium uh, wheels, if they catch on fire, they, they burn super hot. So picturing this thing, am I wrong to think it's a big fire truck? It's a big green fire truck. It's actually really fancy. And you might have seen it. It was actually in the homecoming parade. So if you saw this big green truck, it was in the homecoming parade. So I think that's where it really possibly debuted to the public. Oh, yeah. How close of a look did you get? We got inside of it, man. We rode in the ARF and (laughs) Michelle used the siren and it was just like we shot the water and it was pretty cool. It went so fast. It did. It, it went like, really fast. I zoom, mean, we zoom. were like grade school kids on a field trip. It was super fun. Taking selfies, videos, man. I was. We were just like living our life. We were. We were living our best lives this morning. I went up and I, I went up to Paul Priegel and said, so Paul, for purely professional reasons and not at all because it would just be really awesome and fun, we were wondering if we could get a ride in the truck. And he was like... I, I think so. And I said, you know, and it's my birthday. And he said, oh, well, sure. And then he r- called on the radio and he made sure that they didn't spray all the water mm-hmm. for, on the previous ride so that we would have water we could spray when we went out. So it was a pretty good day. Pretty good day at work, I'm saying right. already. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to, to mention this. I, the reason you were both there is just because I, I didn't realize... Michelle was going to try to make it about things. I yeah. sent Ashlyn to this other one. Yeah, and I was I showed up there, and then all of a sudden Michelle was behind me, and because, we just tag teamed it because I thought Michelle was going to a groundbreaking that would overlap, and the groundbreaking got done quickly. You went to both those things. I yeah. did. So she did video, and I did interviews and photos. I'm, I'm done talking about the airport, and she, I moved on. Oh, <laughs> can't tell. Is Obviously, I can't take a hint. <laughs> All right, retransition. <laughs> Ashlyn, you were causing me so much work. <laughs> no, we keep this in. <laughs> I wasn't sure. 
I'm trying to. What was what was the groundbreaking this morning about? How that? How's that? Okay, the yeah. groundbreaking was with uh, representatives from the city of Stillwater and Blue Peak, which is a company that is coming in to do fiber internet. All right. Uh, yeah, it's it's actually pretty cool. They were uh, at a, a building. I don't know if it's really an undisclosed location, but a building that OSU owns that apparently is a center for other telecom companies. They lease space at this building at uh, over at around Hall of Fame and Western. Okay, and so, it wasn't where I expected well, it to be. Well, that's what I mean. When you I guys were looking, it. you thought you thought is this the middle of an empty field so or something? So the address on Google Maps, okay, took it way farther north by the Western Fields, the um, oh, the ropes course, and all that stuff. But then on my way to work or way to dropping my kids off to school, I went by, and it's the old, I guess, dining services, Central Dining Services, Central building. Dining Services building yeah. that's right by the bridge there. And I saw a bunch of hard hats, and I saw a, a trencher, and I was like, "Oh, I bet you that's it." So I texted Michelle. I was like, "I think, I think it's yeah. possibly here instead." He sent me a message. I didn't see it. I was driving up Western. I saw a bunch of hard hats and a trencher machine, and I thought, yeah. I wonder if that's it. Yeah, and I thought, obvious. well, we thought it was up the road, so I'm just going to go <laughs> uh, further up the road and make sure that that's not actually it. Went up the road, didn't find it, uh, went into the airport, turned around, hauled butt back, got to the parking lot, got parked, and ran over there just in time to get a photo of them as they were uh, standing on the shovels and smiling right before the group broke up. So it was just like, phew, right under the wire. And to be fair, like if you go <laughs> past it, I mean, you pretty much have to go almost all the way to the airport to even turn around. You do. There aren't a lot of places to turn yeah. around up there. So. And then you have to go back and you have to find this little street that kind of like past the intersection and there's this little road that you don't pay any attention to and you don't realize is there unless you're trying to find your way into the parking lot for this building. So and this is kind of one story, part of a larger story. Of yes. Oh, Stillwater trying to be all wired up and online, and it's a big movement now, right? To, it's huge. To get us mm -hmm. more fiber or more connections. Well, I mean, it's a big story across you know. the country. There's a been a big push, you know, for a number of years, but particularly now with the big infrastructure bills. Uh, the pandemic obviously really highlighted the need for broadband, for high-speed internet, particularly in rural areas and smaller communities. In Stillwater, you know, we're kind of, we're one of those towns where we're not huge, uh, but we have a very educated populace. We have people, uh, a lot of businesses, the headquarters from for some international businesses here. And between that and, you know, pandemic-related things where people were either working remotely or you had kids who were doing virtual learning or people having to talk to their doctors via telehealth apps, you know, it's really highlighted the need for that. Uh, not only that, but homes are different now, right? I mean, people are not, you know, you're, you might be getting rid of your cable. So now you're streaming things online. You know, maybe your kids are gaming. And now you've got like a smart refrigerator that keeps track of the food that you're running out of. And that's connected to the internet. You've got a, you know, you've got a wireless you know, system, a security system for your home, your, your, your thermostat. I mean, these homes that are more and more wired, it gets to the point where bit by bit, it takes up more and more of your bandwidth and people really need more bandwidth to run a modern household. That hasn't been available everywhere in towns, even like Stillwater, because we don't necessarily have hmm. the population density 
to make it worthwhile to make that investment in bearing fiber optic line, or at least we haven't until now. So we've got this company coming in that kind of specializes in smaller communities like us. So if Skynet ever happens and creates Terminators, we just have to overload it. We just have to to send more, stream stream a bunch of videos at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yes, everybody log on at once. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about having uh, just more competition. I mean, that's been something that I think even when I've lived in bigger communities, you know, you really only have like you got your one cable provider. Maybe you've got one, maybe two like phone providers that would have provided like DSL or something. And so having finally, I mean, shoot, fiber connections of like what we would refer to as like one gig connections, one gigabit connections. I mean, larger communities have had this for, you know, more than a decade. Um, and so I think it'll spurn a lot of possibilities, especially with more. I think entrepreneurs and people that can, they want to work from home. They can right. build their digital widget. They can program software. They can do a lot of things, but they might want to live here, but they need a big old fat pipe to the internet. Exactly. You know, you can be an entrepreneur. You, you can have your own business that you run out of your home. Yeah. there. I mean, there's a lot going on with this and this is also going to bring the price down. I mean, they're mm -hmm. talking like minimum one gigabit per second, which has been the premium level for other providers to date which for is like not 50 available bucks a most month. of Stillwater. right i can't get it at my home yeah. i cannot uh, i've got like 400 so meg in, per second in this in like it doesn't matter what you're willing to pay there you just don't have the actual connection to be able to do that yeah the infrastructure is right. just not there yeah. even okay. if i were willing to pay for it i could not get it Having said that, this is going to be, you know, one one gigabit per second minimum for like 50 bucks a month, which is supposed to be a pretty significant savings with the option of going up to, I believe, four at your home and up to 10 for a business. So this is kind of a game changer. And, you know, there are communities like Stillwater that provide, you know, we're, we're actually pretty well positioned in terms of economic development. If you look at this as an economic development issue, just strictly that. Mm -hmm. We're, you know, like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes from Edmond, North Edmond. Uh, we're like an hour from Oklahoma City, hour from Tulsa, less than two hours from Wichita, the largest city in Kansas. We're a decent size. We're one of the hubs for our region. We have a highly educated workforce. Um, we have most of the things you really need to live here in town. We offer a good quality of life, but you know, without maybe quite all the traffic headaches, without all the issues that you're going to get in a bigger city with easy access to larger cities. Mm -hmm. What we have lacked is some of that information and infrastructure, right? Some of that uh, ability to do these remote jobs. We are the type of community that people are going to want to look for that remote workers they think will want to look for uh you know to have that smaller town quality of life but still be able to earn a living so this could be a real uh real advantage for us okay so we're going to be totally online we're all going to be plus, so connected but we're going to need to shop local still see that there's mm -hmm. there's a transition ashland <laughs> how about that <laughs> that was so smooth yeah Oh, when we make this a video <laughs> podcast, she's going to be in trouble. <laughs> you uh, get what's one, a, and what's you new, get uh, what's one. The, so yeah, Chris has the newest. So push I think it was for the 
the shop two local city council shop meetings store. ago that at the end they do their little announcements and the mayor had announced a new hashtag for Stillwater. Hashtag SWO. Now, here's the funny thing about that. Chris is the only person I know who gets outraged over a hashtag. (laughs) Well, I mean, automatically, though, I'm thinking that's the the airport. You were outraged. Admit it. It, You were completely outraged. (laughs) I I would classify it as. It doesn't make sense. Okay, there. She proved your point for you. Okay, well then, I, here we go. So um, transition. SWO, which yes, is the airport code. Right. Um, so when I heard that, they were like, "Oh, a new hashtag." And then uh, the city of Stillwater had put out a thing for hashtag shop uh, SWO. Shops woe. Yeah, and so they like they were basically transitioning from using hashtag STWOK to SWO in different variants. Um, And so I got to thinking about it and I was like, why would they do this? Um, And so started doing some research and I reached out to the city of Stillwater's communication director, uh, Don Jones, and got to ask her some questions. And the story behind it was they got a bunch of different entities together. You got your visit Stillwater, your chamber of commerce, your, uh, some other economic groups like downtown and what, who else did she listen? Mary main streets. Um, and they wanted to, uh, use a new hashtag that they could, uh, basically have these different variants of, um, and to kind of tie together more from like a marketing side of things so the story behind hashtag stwok which is uh, a gentleman in 2009 named dalton parsons was the first person on twitter to use that hashtag and back then i was also on twitter so early adopter there was maybe 20 of us most people were on campus like some students and stuff and we used to do like tweet ups and stuff and the first use of it is he says, I suggest using hashtag STWOK to categorize all tweets referring to Stillwater, Oklahoma. So that way it wouldn't be confused with Stillwater, Minnesota or Stillwater, New York. And so that was kind of like its organic beginning. And then when you go and you search the various social media platforms, um, I mean, STWOK, Stillwater owns it. Like if you search STWOK on Instagram, uh, you will see 90% everything is people referring to Stillwater, Oklahoma. And uh, Honda S2000 like cars. For some reason, they're using that hashtag too. Um, if you search that hashtag on Facebook, 100%. I could not find anything that wasn't related to Stillwater, Oklahoma using that hashtag. Um, and the same was for some of the other uh, platforms. And then I was like, well, let's see what the competition out there is for SWO. So if you, and Ashlyn, you should test this out on Instagram. You should search hashtag SWO and tell us what the first thing you see is. Doing it now. All right, hang on. Which one? SWO. SWO. Can you guess who owns on Instagram? Hashtag SWO. Ooh, fun. Ooh, hold on. Sword Art Online. Okay, not the suggestions where oh. it shows you the posts, uh, but that is an anime, and it's a good oh. one. Um, Dude, I, I know. 
Unfortunately, I know Sword Art Online is oh, a good anime. Ashlyn and I are going to have new things no, to talk about. No, we're not. About. No, no. It was... <laughs> that we'll was a long we'll time ago. We'll is this left over from like an old okay. boyfriend? Yes. Okay. Okay. So if you search it... Can you watch anime? SeaWorld Orlando. Mm, Photos not, okay. of Shamu is what I got. I'm and confused. by the way, when you say they own it, you mean that this is the primary thing that's going to pop up. Yes. When you search for it, right? Yes. And maybe that's also different depending on like where you are in the world and stuff. Um, but there's also some number differences. So on Instagram, STWOK is only used like 40 something thousand times. SWO is used like 1.5 million times. Mm. So we're going to get lost in a sea of other things well, that are not related to Well, and that's what us. I talked to Dawn about because um, I said, okay, you guys are switching to this. And they eventually put out a, uh, she put out a press release after our conversation. And I said, why, why not use both? There's nothing stopping you from using both. So you can still be in the category that's been long established for more than a decade. And then you can develop your more marketing friendly and pronounceable like SWO, okay, you can pronounce it SWO, and maybe that'll catch on. STWO, okay, you can't pronounce. See, so. and I do think of it as Stillwater, Oklahoma. I can I can rationalize that, SWO. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And that makes sense, too, with, like, going back to airport codes. Like, how many people reference DFW, but they're not talking about the airport? Okay, see, they're Absolutely. not talking about the airport. They're talking about the place. So maybe when Stillwater grows up, People will just be like, oh, you know, want to go to SWO? And they're talking about Stillwater. Or you want to shop SWO? Or you want to live slow, love SWO? Whatever. You're selling it, Chris. Well, You're that's, making it sound good. That's okay. that's all the the combination. Oh, I forgot work SWO, too. <laughs> okay. And live SWO. That almost sounds like a workout one. Live SWO, like swollen. Swole. Yeah, bro. So, so it's a, it, oh the interesting thing. <laughs> I think is Aren't that you glad to be back from right. vacation, Bo? Yeah. <laughs> is that the city and all these entities have kind of all like come together because I think that's cool that they're coming together to try to market things together um, and work together. Um, but it'll ultimately come up to like the individual people. Do they start adopting it? Right. As a hashtag well, yeah. that they're going to. Thing? Like, to yeah. me, it's, and it's great from a sort of data tracking standpoint. Right. Mm-hmm. If you can look to see how many people are interacting in a certain way, it's it would be great for you as an organization, you know, who is part of economic development to be able to see what's going on. But as a consumer, I don't know. Yeah. As a user, I don't know what the user experience is, you know, so I'm not sure. And I think with hashtags, too, when you try to launch one of your own, I mean, it can be kind of problematic. And it seems like they're, I mean, when you've already got something going, it just kind of feels like it could be a little bit, like it could take a little while to catch on. It would be sort of like if I come to work tomorrow and I go, you know what? I've decided that it would be really cool and fun if all y'all called me Mickey instead of Michelle from now on. And I tried really hard to to get, I give myself a nickname and I try to get everybody to call me that. You know, it's going to take a while for people to decide, yeah, that feels right. I'm going to do that. Fine then, we'll do it this way. Here's here's an audience contest. Okay. Um, It's going to be called Nickname Michelle. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Already changed to Mickey. (laughs) I can't wait to see what comes out of that one. 
Well, however that works. You guys can do a thing on how people can send their nickname ideas, and we'll, we'll pick a winner. Can't we wait. Could, we, could, we could technically put polls out on Facebook and on all the, all the platforms. I, I can't wait. It's got to be a user experience. It's I can't wait about, to see. You, know, you got to make it about the user. <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah, I can't wait but, to do uh, that. Okay, I'm excited. Let's do it. We'll see what happens. Well, we have one last thing to do. Okay, what's that? Ashland. You what? ready? Bro, you're taking lead. Okay. One, two, three. Happy birthday <laughs> to <laughs> you. Happy birthday. Michelle is 21 today, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can afford this song. <laughs> <laughs> it stopped. Copyright. <laughs> I only used five seconds. <laughs> okay. Happy birthday, Michelle. Thank Happy you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to find out what my nickname is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Well, it's a hashtag. Hashtag. Uh, Mickey. Nickname Michelle. <laughs> hey, Get Mickey. You're so fine. You're so fine. You blew my mind. Hey, Mickey. Y'all know the Can't song? afford that one either. Oh, man. Well, I think we timed it. I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do it. Uh, we'll be back, uh, I think, next week, maybe. Who knows? A little earlier. Who knows? We'll see what happens. For the meantime, thank you for joining us in the newsroom. In the Newsroom is edited and produced by me, Chris Peters. You can find all of our past episodes and show notes at studiostillwater.net. This podcast is made possible with support from the Stillwater News Press. Please consider subscribing to our award-winning newspaper and help support local journalism. Go to stwnewspress.com to sign up. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.